Hi, before we get started, I wanted to let you know that this was recorded before the Julio trade to the Titans, but it doesn't really change a whole lot of our takes. We planned on Matt Ryan being without Julio Jones, and it doesn't change a ton for us on Tannehill, although we will revise our takes a little bit and go over the news next time we record, um, which will be for our wide receiver episode. So without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle. Our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by the marvelous Mozzie. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. It sounds it sounds sort of like a magician. You it know? did. It did. I was yeah. like, ooh, I'm doing some magic tricks today. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I think marvelous is one of those adjectives that like isn't strictly magician, but it definitely like induces like the memory of seeing a magician because you think of like the marvelous blank 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 blank. I don't know. What did uh, uh yeah. did Job in Arrested Development like did he have any sort of precursors to his name? I can't remember. Uh I have not watched Arrested Development. Oh, you haven't? Oh okay, man. Okay, so he, quick story. <laughs> I started Arrested Development one night when I was really, really drunk and I thought it was great, but then I woke up the next day and it just kept playing after I passed out, and I didn't know where I was or how much I'd watched or remember, like, half of it, so I just kind of <laughs> gave up. How long ago was this? <clears throat> that was probably five or six years ago. Okay, it's probably, like, out of your brain enough that you could just, like, try again on Start it. Start over from the yeah. beginning. Because it's a great show, and it's 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 so funny. My uh, my coworker Artie always quotes it because there's this line that the mom says where she's like, "Oh, these gays are so dramatic. I could just light myself on fire." <laughs> <laughs> the show it's a very quotable show, and um, oh, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who plays uh, Tobias in it. Tobias, is just, yeah, he's a gem. Yeah, I always forget his name too, and now I feel really bad. So I'm gonna look it up because that guy deserves a shout out because he's funny in everything. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, his role in that is amazing. David Cross. That's David it. David Cross. Yeah, he's solid. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> um, we are continuing our uh, dynasty stonk watch segment here uh, with quarterbacks and tight ends. Stonks. Um, yep. Yeah, prob- probably split episodes um, recorded at once. Well, TBD, TBD. But um, quarterbacks. The top end is kind of a hold category of these really good young guys, and then it gets more interesting. Um, that top grouping i guess going into it of like mahomes jalen kyler dak lamar herbert burrow those guys are all more or less holds um mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you i mean I, I guess in the quarterback thing as well we're sort of talking about super flex specific i guess just because quarterback value in standard leagues is kind of a moot point in the most for the most part um i mean some of these top guys have more value but I, think I do what, have um, an, a slight interesting take on Kyler. All right. Because um, obviously I think Kyler's very talented, but I'm not sold on his coach. 
And yeah, <laughs> I think we <laughs> agree there. So if I was in Dynasty and I had a team that was ready to win right now and somebody offered me a really good quarterback that I thought would be very good for the next year, I might sell Kyler for them. Now, gotcha. it just it might just be me, like, you know, <clears throat> putting something out there, but I don't personally think that Kyler has, like, a 20-year career. Um, <laughs> That's fair. But in the event that their record is still not great this year because their coach isn't great, that means the coach is probably getting fired and they're bringing in a whole new staff. And you could potentially be looking at, like, a one- to two-year gap for Kyler's fantasy production. And if I was in a win-now mode, I might sell him for someone that I think I could win the whole league with this year. That's just a very niche-specific take. Um, no, that I mean, that tracks. They're in the, Especially in terms of, like, the maybe making change after this year's segment, especially, like, regardless of Kyler himself. Um, right. That division's tough with Seattle, with the Stafford Rams, with the hopefully not constantly injured <laughs> Niners. Like, they... Yeah. I think the odds will probably have them finishing last in their division. And, like, you technically could make the playoffs if you're last in the division, but it's very hard because you're chalking up, you know... For losses, probably already. Like, if if they split three, but like I don't think they'll split with everybody in there. So probably four losses for sure. Yeah. yeah. Who? Um. <clears throat> I feel like last year there was always like each coach kind of had the leg up on the other. Like Shanahan. Yeah, it's always, like rock paper scissors. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shanahan always beat. Didn't uh, Shanahan always beat Pete? He always beat Pete. <laughs> always beat Pete. That sounds McVay like a show. Bay and Shanahan are a fun, like, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Cardinals have, looks like, when does the regular season start? What, uh, Titans, Vikings? Yeah, Titans, Jets. Vikings, Jags. They have a fairly okay schedule start. Yeah, then you get Rams, Niners, Browns, who are going to be good this year. Uh, Texans who are not going to be good this year. <laughs> Packers who could be good this year. <laughs> Depends on if their quarterback stays put. Um, yeah, I they think have a will, fairly decent schedule. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, their division's really tough. Yeah, that that's can the be, thing. That's at minimum three losses, probably. Yeah, I, I don't... I would be surprised if they like end up as a 10-win team, I guess. I mean, we're not surprised. We, we, we'll, we'll get to the record show later, but it's a right. tough out. Yeah, and, and Kyler's long-term value could be in fluctuation. It's not me shitting on Kyler. I love him. I own him in a few leagues, you know, where you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms yeah. of dynasty, if I was in a win now mode, I might consider it. Because, yeah, he's really good with it. He gets so much fantasy points with his feet, you know, and he's got Sorry. weapons there now as well. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not sold on the coach. And that can, uh, I mean, that, that, can, that just I mean, creates, a, yeah, organizational turmoil is just not ideal. Yeah. Luckily, the coach is fantasy friendly. That's the, you know, other end of it, where it's like he, he at least propels Kyler's fantasy value. Unlike Russ, who I guess we can kind of jump to, because he is probably the most in flux of this top eight, I'd say. Yeah. Because okay, because the you know, Mahomes, you you keep him. <laughs> um, 
Jalen, I wrote hold or sell, but I think I may just change it to hold because the more I think about it, the more I think that the Bills are just going to keep featuring him. Because uh, I would assume so. Yeah. Their running back game is still just nothing's really changed, and it wasn't great. Yeah, I think McDerm- McDermott's been quoted some this offseason, kind of talking about like keeping that going more or less. Like that's <laughs> their, that's what they're good at. That's their strength. Um, like Dak, he's a hold. You, I don't know if you can buy him, but probably not. Like if Lamar, you can, I would. Yeah, I, I, but I, I have no clue if anyone would want to like would want to like sell even a smidgen low on Dak. So, like him, there are some people who are worried about his injury, mm-hmm. and I think those people are hopefully wrong. But if they yeah. are, you can. I would try to get him from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean um, he's an absurd cast, and then Lamar and yeah. Herbert are holds, and then Burrow's a hold. So Russ is kind of this top eight guy who is in a weird spot. I then initially, so I wrote sell and I kind of deleted it, and I'm a little unsure because he's with Seattle for now. But I don't. It, the kind of consensus is that he won't be there next year. So that's what makes it tough. Is like, does he end up somewhere else next year? If so, is it better or worse? Because well, for all the- I think it's either him or Pete is not there next year. Mm-hmm. What if Pete leaves this year? Then he probably stays, and they bring in. You know, a whole bunch of all right. We're gonna let him cook, people. Yeah, because that's <laughs> that's the issue. Is like they won't let him cook for some reason. <laughs> Why so, won't you let me cook? <laughs> yeah, and he's he's going into his age thirty three season, but I'm not necessarily worried about him like falling off a cliff at all. He's shown he's, zero yeah. sign of yeah, yeah. I think he'll be okay for a while. But his thing is, I don't. Okay, so his receiving core having DK unlock it is absurd. But mm-hmm. he's also not in a fantasy-friendly <clears throat> offense, so I don't think any—I don't think he's gonna be hurt by a change, really. So, like, it's one of those things where it's Russell Wilson. He's super good. If you can get him on your team, do it. And I'm not sure if how you know people with Russell Wilson on the roster are gonna be valuing him, given you know his his age is increasing. But again, I don't know if that's a factor at the moment. Um, and then he like. They're like, oh, he won't be in Seattle next year. This is that. So, I don't know if people, how people are factoring that per se. So I, he's kind of in a nebulous zone where I don't know if you can really buy him, and I wouldn't really want to sell him. Yeah, if you could buy him, I would, because I think it's a basically an investment for 2022 and on. Uh huh. Um, like you're taking a gamble, which I would do personally, because I think 2022 will potentially be a really good year for him uh, he, we kind of just have to get through one more pete care <clears throat> pete carroll year yeah with russ <laughs> the carroll years the carroll years brother yeah i'm just yeah he's he's in the tough zone but it's i mean you, ju- you just gotta hope that this year the offense isn't just so stupidly run heavy that he doesn't have value <sighs> yeah which that may be the time to mid-year trade for him. But. Maybe that's why Chris Carson gets injured. He's just, Russ is just like, yo, man, can you just like fake a, <laughs> a hamstring injury or something this week? He's like, I got you, man. <laughs> yeah, you can come over for dinner, see the wife, <laughs> say hi. <laughs> Sierra will give you a, a, a printed signed album. <laughs> <laughs> you need to yeah, put, it up, put it up in the room, water under the bridge. So uh, <laughs> next we've got Rogers. Um, kind of in a similar boat to Russ, I think, honestly. 
where some organizational disgruntledness is that a word i think i don't think so i think just disgruntled disgruntledness i like i like making up that word um so yeah he's not happy with the packers but the more the well, one the longer it goes into the more that's coming out it sounds like he'll stay that's my interpretation is he'll be there this year and then not again yeah if he's not there the literally the only other thing i've heard is broncos oh uh, yeah heard, same i've heard a little bit of like raiders rumble, rumble. but yeah raiders rumble. i did too but i thought that was weird yeah i mean i would like it but i don't think they'll do it <laughs> so with rogers i think he might be a buy i don't know like uh, it's uh, yeah i have no idea <laughs> because okay so yeah i'm pulling up this is contract. anyone selling him that's the thing though. i don't know if anyone's selling him but I think the one reason you could buy him is because he's what thirty eight now, something mm-hmm. like that. So, but I still think you. St- I think you can still get three more years of Rodgers for sure, without any you know concern. And I think in Dynasty, I don't. I don't think looking much past the three year window is worthwhile. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of like a typical rule. I think it makes sense. He's like, okay, like I'm not trying to predict twenty twenty four. Like I don't know if we'll be there. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shannon, huh? who knows if we'll even be alive. <laughs> Um, so I can't even guarantee I'll be here on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he like I said, it's tough because of how well he he's played, but also like I'm mean, like to buy him. I mean, but there may be teams where it's like okay, they don't want to see him go somewhere else, and are we worried about his value? But I don't know. I no no ha- not having Devontae Adams as a security blanket would hurt, but I don't think like a move to like the Broncos would hurt him at all value wise no i don't think so i think he his value would potentially go up mm-hmm. and so like if we're looking at what you talked about like with kyler you could probably get rogers plus for kyler and that yeah. might be a good like you know contender move if you're trying to like upgrade a spot now that's kind of the trade i wasn't i was thinking about gotcha i mean that makes that that makes sense because Kyler had a like a career year last year too, not uh-huh. like his best ever, like for the rest of his career. But it, he was like the number one quarterback. He's definitely high on people right now. Yeah, he's he's up there on list. I mean, I, I I pretty much see him top three, definitely top five on every dynasty list I look at. So, and there's kind there is kind of a tier break going down to Rodgers a little bit just because of the age factor for a lot of people. Yeah, but. Next up, we go back to some younger guys. Uh, Jalen Hurts is up on a lot of people's list. I have him as a sell or maybe the kind of Zeke thing where it's a short hold and sell. I I don't know if Philly's sold on him. They're for sure giving him this year, but I don't, I don't think they're sold on him long term. I don't think they are either, and I don't know if that's warranted necessarily. I think they should be supporting their guy, but it, it kind of feels like they don't have a lot of faith that he'll be the franchise quarterback. So, yeah, like it's tough. He could get a lot better and be really good for a while, and I could be totally wrong on this. There, it's hard to like call a young running quarterback a sell instead of just like hold and be happy with their value. And like I'm sort of saying the short hold in the sense of like okay, like he might if you really saw this, you hold more value. But I was personally like. I was, you know, pleasantly surprised with how he played last year, but with the, nothing. Yeah, with like with pretty little too. Yeah, and so 
with a healthier team around him, he could really shine, and that's why I may end up eating like eating crow on calling him at all a sell. But at the same time, we've seen a lot of like sophomore slumps from mobile quarterbacks who are a bit limited passing, and like, like Hertz is like, and it's I feel bad saying that because it feels like I'm like stereotyping him, but he like he is a limited passer, but he is very mobile, and it's one of those things where teams are able to adjust to that it's just a matter of like how so i i may reevaluate this take and like i may go watch more of hertz reevaluate this take but he's still developing and so that you know makes it a little tougher to say sell but i don't know how much higher is like okay he's not gonna eclipse mahomes jalen kyler dak lamar herbert or burrow so right he at best moves to eight I mean, unless one of those guys drops, but if those guys stay and Hurts moves up a bit, he's at best eight, you know, so I don't know how much his value rises in comparison to what it's at right now, but there's a lot of potential for it to fall a year from now. Yeah. I mean, that actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. I probably, if I drafted him, I would hold him entirely because the Philadelphia Eagles' entire offense was butts last year dead, like in the hospital. So I would be interested in seeing, like, ma- like when you were saying this short hold, uh-huh. just just see how he does a few games in with an actual cast around him. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it's like Bob a Smith, yeah. Right. If it's a market improvement, then, yeah, you probably just keep holding on to him. But if it's not much better, then, eh. Like, I want to see him explode onto the scene this year because I don't want to see a sophomore slump because he had absolutely nothing like the line was hurt the receivers were hurt they drafted Regor and he was hurt now they have Devonte smith there too and i think they got another wide out didn't they um didn't I they fix, fix that pretty hard maybe i, I can take a look yeah i'm looking they're at probably Ertz. losing Ertz. yeah that that's that's kind of presumed that Ertz is gone yeah i'm looking at Ertz's like game logs and stuff um and i feel bad because i love Ertz as a person like yeah i do too that, that was one of their pre-draft things were like dang like i'm not 100 sure on how he'll end up as a quarterback but he is he seems like a great dude because yeah, i mean they still ha- have dallas goddard that's uh-huh. the other guy i was thinking of yeah they've um, got him even they if they when they lose Ertz, that's almost a foregone conclusion yeah that's yeah <clears> so i'm looking at the philly arizona game from last year that yeah, where the those two <laughs> faced off because oh they, they both balled out kyler had 403 Hertz had 338 and 3, along with like a lot of rushing in, but that had a rushing touchdown as well. Yeah. Who did he throw to? Um, that's a good question. Fulgham? Let's take a look. <laughs> he threw to kind of everyone. Um, Ertz, Alshon, Quez, Watkins, uh, Fulgham, Goddard, Rigor. Rigor was healthy wow. for that game. And they and they, they had Jeffrey back for that game. Yeah. That's like that might have been their most healthy game, as hilarious as that is. <laughs> So, for that one game, <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel it's tough. I, I, I may come back and revise this in a month or even by the end of this episode. Who knows? But it's one of those things where he's his value super high, and we didn't see a whole lot. Like I mean, like a whole like a large sample. I mean, so mm-hmm. it this it's more of a like odds of blah 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 sell high. This is that. So oh, don't forget they have Joe Flacco there now too. <laughs> But oh there God. was a lot of stuff about them maybe wanting field to soft season too. I don't know how much that I know. I hear that was, but 
We have to remember that Fields came into the year as the number two consensus quarterback and dropped for, you know, other reasons, I suppose. Yeah, and Mostly because of other guys, plus, you know, coming into the spotlight like Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. But, uh, yeah, they did want Fields there for a minute, and I'm... I definitely think that if he had fallen to them, they would have taken him. Yeah, well, he... Wait, didn't he fall to them? Did he? I thought he went 11. Wait, because they... No, they didn't they... I forget what the move was that happened. Hold on. Because they traded up to 10, right? Oh, did they trade up to snag... uh, Devonta, and so people thought they were going to take Fields. And so that was one of the things where they kind of, like, squelched something concerned, where I'm, like, maybe drawing back on this, but... Like, I think Sirianni was pretty non-committal on their quarterback at one point this offseason, like, saying to be competition, this, this, that. So, yeah. he, he's not that tied to Hurts. And, like, that's always a tough thing where, like, you, you have coach. some organizational change. Like, this rookie does well, and then you have some organizational change and they're not at all attached to him. So. See James Robinson. <laughs> exactly. But it, it's, it's, I have a t- it's tough for me to say he's a sell. He's a hold for me. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Do you disagree? Or I don't know. I'm not selling right now. I think he's like he's at least a short hold. Yeah. Evaluate from there. I it kind of depends. I think on how Philly does this year too. If he's doing well fantasy wise, but they start out like with a bad record, that's when I'd maybe look to sell. Because if they are maybe in contention for a high pick next year, then that could maybe push them towards a quarterback. Yeah, and I, you know. The that division got a lot better in the yeah. offseason. And we'll get to that, the rest of them too, but Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's tough, but I'm calling him short old sell. But T V D. Uh Deshaun Watson is a tough one. He no one wants to buy him. You nope. can't get you can't get value for him. You're just kinda stuck. Um Yeah. Tannehill, um <laughs> I he, I think he's weird <laughs> valued where like n- a trade, a trade involving Tannehill, like who, whoever has him, like may value him. It's one of those things where like whoever has him might value him too high, and whoever's trading for him might think he's like, oh, it's just Ryan Tannehill. Like, so yeah, I think a lot of people undervalue him, but the people that own him might not, or yeah. they shouldn't. Yeah, that's why I said he's he's probably very weird valued for that reason, just because of how his career has gone. He did he doesn't have enough quote-unquote like pedigree to like have a high perceived value by everybody so i would sell him personally um i think the titans window is closing yeah so in a super flex league what would you want to get for Tannehill? um in terms of picks i would want like a mid or higher second yeah, I was gonna say like if if I could get a first, I would instantly take that. But right, I was thinking like it would like my dilemma was would a second do it or would I want just like you know a pick plus a little bit like a second plus you know a lower tier quarterback or something. Like I would trade if someone like if I could get golf for him, I probably would do that. Yeah, I'd probably do that too. Um. Probably the same with I'm trying to think of who else, just like quarterback wise. Yeah, it's it's the values are weird. Like, yeah, so he's very weirdly valued. He is like perennially underrated. <laughs> yeah, except and, for people that own him. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> the offense it. losing a lot of pieces this year kind of hurts. They lost a lot of pieces. The line is starting to degrade. The defense is not 
ideal. It's getting better, but I find I feel like the Titans window is like narrow and Derrick Henry is 28. Yeah, they I don't yeah, they don't have a, they don't have a whole lot of time left. I am kind of I think we're on the same page when we like we when we were talking about Henry, we kind of hinted at that, but yeah. it's getting a little more obvious <laughs> as He's we kind of go through dude. these guys. Yeah. Derrick Henry's so good. He's so fun to watch. But Next up, we've got Tua, who I've got as a hard, hard buy. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, everyone's upset that he didn't have an amazing rookie year like Herber and Burrow did to start. Like, not every rookie's amazing in their first year. <laughs> like, not, right? <laughs> so, and like, like Hurts having fantasy value in his rookie year, like that's even more pushing people away from Tua and Learman's kind of like oh blah 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 and there's like a little bit of trade rumor with watson about him um yeah everyone's just very concerned about him a lot of stuff's come out about you know the way the offense was they wouldn't really let him audible a lot of stuff um the chan gailey offense is really just for ryan fitzpatrick like they like it was kind of shitty for tua um their line well that okay the line's still bad <laughs> it's a little improved i think they drafted like one or two guys but the line was terrible um they still don't have any running backs but their receiving <laughs> group's a lot better. They added Waddle and Fuller. So, because he was throwing to some shit last year. Like, not to sound rude, but, like... Yeah. He didn't have a whole lot to work with last year. Um, again, COVID shortened offseason. Um, he was, you know, not... I don't want to say, like, he was, like, still recovered from a hip injury. But he was still, like, this was his some of his first playtime after being hurt for a bit. So, like he might be like you know healthier this year too so yeah i mean i think people's value on him is really low this is like the perfect time to get him yeah i put out a twitter poll um on our account recently asking what people rather have uh deshaun watson or uh tua right now in dynasty and uh two-thirds said watson wow yeah and, like, for me, it's, like, a coin toss because of the nebulous, you know, nature of Watson's situation. Yeah. But, yeah, two is kind of being poo-pooed a little bit. A little bit. And, and I think uh, it's way off. He was a rookie. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, Jalen, rookie year to now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that changes. And also, Chan Gailey is dreadful. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> he, I, at once he was good. But there was a year he was with the Jets, and it was one of the worst offensive schemes I've ever seen. And I was just so upset the whole time watching those play calls. And I think that was Todd Bowles. I don't think it was Gase. Uh, yeah, because 20... It, he, was, he was there 2015-16 as the OC. He was a Buffalo head coach for a bit. He's actually been in Miami as an OC, like, way a long time ago, too. Yeah, I know. I think he finally retired. I'm not sure. Did he retire? I think the game advanced past him. Yeah, he's pretty old. He is 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, this year they've got um, George Godsey and Eric Studisville, who we kind of broke him down a little bit, looking at him. Studisville is going to kind of be, we assume, the run game guy. He's mm-hmm. pretty much been a running backs coach for most of his career as a coach. Mm-hmm. A lot of time with the Bills, Broncos, the running back coach. And then uh, Godzi, we were kind of digging into, and he made Hoyer and Osweiler look decent with the Texans for a couple of years. So (laughs) that earns a lot in my book. And um, (laughs) he was with New England uh, 2011 through 13 as an offensive assistant and then a tight ends coach. 
And mm. um, if you recall, they had some pretty good tight ends with uh, Hernandez and Gronk. I mean, I mean, it's easy to be a tight ends coach for them, but at the same time, like you they were pretty good. Yeah, you were you were part of a ton of tight end production. So mm. watch out, Kasiki. Yeah, go, yeah, he's he's been their tight end coach for the last two years in Miami, so there he's kind of been helping Kasiki out. So. I'm I'm high on the Dolphins this year, especially Tua. I think he'll really make a year two jump. And there's I, and there's I a lot of reasons so. why he should. And the organizations behind him. That's looking like I'm looking back on like my Ertz thing, like my sorry my Hertz thing, and a lot of the Tua stuff applies to him. The only difference is the organizational like buy-in doesn't seem to be there. And also like I, I get like I still want to I still need to factor in my evaluations of them as quarterbacks too, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so next up we've got Baker. Um, well, I guess I do do agree to as a buy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Baker, I've got as a sell. I, I don't think he's ever going to be higher, like more highly ranked than he is now. Yeah. You but had your chance after percep- his rookie year. Yeah. The people's perception of him might be very high. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat. It's not like a diss on Baker. I think he's a very serviceable quarterback, but I think we kind of know what he is, and he's not, a, you know, a world beater. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of dissing Baker. I mean, because I mean, he's Kirk. I mean, he and Kirk Cousins are like the same dude. One, <laughs> they just per, their personalities are different, but they're like the same quarterback. Right. And that might be generous for Baker. Like, <clears throat> I know Baker's younger, and like he hasn't as much development time, but like they are very similar quarterbacks. So. Yeah, a Vikings fan I was talking to is he was like, "Yeah, the problem with Kirk Cousins is that he's a top twelve quarterback getting paid top five money." And I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty fair." Yeah, what's <laughs> what's Baker's contract situation? I think they picked up his fifth year. Yeah, have I don't think they paid. No, they didn't. Yeah, they they haven't paid and paid him yet. But he's there through twenty twenty two, and like I'm very curious if they keep they, they like go for a long term deal with him or not. Like this year is going to be really huge for him on that, and. I'm not confident <laughs> like that they'll want to fully extend him. I could be way wrong, but he he's he's the best quarterback they've had for a while, so they may just do it, but he's yeah. not he's not special. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> everything about there. <laughs> Stafford at fifteen here. Um again I, we just had the fantasy pros. I don't know if it's ADP or ECR or whatever, but just kind of just ant order we have here. But where are you at with Stafford? Oh, God, I don't know. It's a really... I don't... I obviously love Stafford. Yeah, we both do. Um, he's one of my dudes. I have his jersey hanging over there. Nice. Um, I, j- I don't know if I love the situation that he's in. Uh, I, I, I don't have super high hopes for him this year. Hmm. At least in fantasy... I don't see him like I think there are some people that might be like, oh, he's with the Rams now. He's going to be a top five quarterback. I would probably sell him to those people. Uh, it's yeah, it's tough know. for I, me with him because we saw a less talented golf, which I think that's ob- objectively people would agree with. Um, have some pretty solid fantasy fantasy success on the same team. True. And so, oh, I about to have a hot take here. Oh. <laughs> um. I don't know how much, like, like I, I'm trying to decide, like, how much of a boost Stafford gets, like, in that sense, you know? Because, like, he's, Stafford's really good, 
He's gonna have Cup. He's gonna have Woods. He's gonna have Higby. He's got Acres there. Um, I'm trying to think if there's someone. I'm, I feel like there's someone I'm missing in their team. I mean, they've got like Van Jefferson. They drafted two too, but they, they've got enough talent there and a good scheme. Um, I think the O line will be solid this year as long as they're healthy. Yeah, I'm just I yeah I I have just mixed feelings. Maybe it's just me trying not to get overhyped on it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, he's finally free from the Lions. But, like, he's had some fantasy, fantasy success with the Lions. But, like, I'm curious if, like, a good scheme and, like, a competent organization will, like, how much that'll matter, I guess. Because, I mean, he's got, he's 33 as well. Him and Russ are the same age, which yeah. is crazy. I'm curious um, how long of a career Stafford has ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, I expect three years with the Rams. So, like, I think he is a bit of an investment piece. Yeah. Well, my thing is, like, because he's had the back those back issues kind of off and on he has yeah. and that's where i'm like okay like he's 33 he's got two years under contract with the rams free agent in 23 um there's no dead cap next year too but um like he could be on the move again and like i don't know if i don't think stafford plays to 40 i don't think so either but 38 doable but like i don't know how many much how many more years he plays after this contract but again it's i don't want to think too far ahead in dynasty but if you think you know that third, like you know that third year of twenty three, like what's the situation? Because he's gonna he's a UFA at that point. Yeah. But that being said, I li- I like the outlook with the Rams this year. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have no reason to believe he won't be as good as he was in Detroit. I guess. I mean, I know like there's no Kenny Galladay, but it's it's a better team. <laughs> It's a better team and a better offense. And uh-huh. yeah, he doesn't have Kenny, but Kenny also missed a lot of last year. Mm-hmm. Stafford um, was playing super well last year, too. Yeah, I mean, we have him at 15, and I kind of like him right around there. Yeah, he I might just, he might just yeah. be a hold. I don't know. Uh, he's probably just a hold. I think if someone offers you a lot for him, you take it if they are really high on him. But I mean, for me personally, Dynasty, I have him. I'm just holding him. Yeah. And then another guy, we've got Wentz, and he he's someone who I'm not sure how people are valuing him, like if we want to talk about the nebulous zones, kind of like Tanny. Um, it's... I would buy the shit out of him. Yeah. Like if, I, if I could trade Stafford for Wentz, I would. Ooh, I don't know if I'd do that. I would, yeah. not Maybe not direct trade, maybe something else thrown in. Yeah, I would, I would need Wentz Plus just because of Stafford's proven track record. Like, I know I know Stafford will be good. Like, he'll be good. Yeah. Like, there's a chance Wentz is, like, just a garbage again. I don't think I, he will be. I really think Wentz is going to have, a, like, a resurgent year. I do, too. I'm like, Wentz is actually going to be, this is going to be his age 29 season, which I didn't realize. That's actually a lot older than I thought. Yeah, I think he came in kind of old, but he's a couple years behind Stafford there. He's had some injuries too. Like one's another guy who I don't think will play, you know, till forty. Um, like even if he like does revive Scrat, I don't think he plays till forty. But yeah, I would definitely want. I would definitely need once plus if I'm trading Stafford for him. The but thing is, said, I sorry, I love the stability of the Colts yeah. for him because even if he's in his headspace, like. When you're in your headspace, what you need is a good support group, you mm-hmm. know? People will be like, you're gaslighting yourself, you're second-guessing yourself, you're good, we got you. Like, that. it's a really good situation for him. I love the offense. Their O-line is obviously very solid with Quentin Nelson and, and co. and Ryan Kelly and whatnot. Um, I love Wentz here. I think, I personally think Ertz is going to be there. 
and I like Pittman as well. And then uh, who else did they get? Um, so they've got Hilton, Pittman, Campbell. They brought back Hilton. They got Paris Campbell. Um, they'll probably have Ertz. Yeah, I mean they'll, they'll have enough. I mean, obviously Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines. Like they're the running back. The the running back pass catching is very solid as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think that they can too. lean on Jonathan Taylor in the run game too. Mm-hmm. If they, like, so they don't have to put as much on his back. I think it's a much easier, relaxed, stable situation. I am super in on Wentz. In fact, who owns him in our dynasty? Yeah, go check that out. Yeah, I, I agree he's a buy, and whoever has him might just kind of be fed up with him. So Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking is whoever owns him might be like, uh, I would trade this guy. Yeah, there's enough like, hmm. bad public perception on him. So, but moving on, um, Kirk Cousins. I like I wrote, I think this could be a win-win trade guy for a contender to acquire from a bad team, like for picks. Like, sit, you still got Irv, Thielen, Jefferson, Cook. Like, <clears throat> he'll still be a good quarterback, good fantasy quarterback. Like, he, Kirk Cousins had his for sure best year last year. I think we, we, we talked about that. I appreciate yeah. your ingredients. He had his he best year for sure last year. So, I, I assume he continues that. Like, he is solid enough for fantasy. I mean, obviously, there'll be games where he, he'll have, a, he'll have a, a couple bad games or maybe games where, like, Cook just takes over. But he is Kirk Cousins, so he's not going to cost you <laughs> the house. Like, Yeah, everyone undervalues him. Yeah, and I don't. he may not be a Viking after this year either. And their secondary is still not great, so they're yeah. going to have to put up points mm-hmm. and play catch-up. Yeah, see, 2021 and 22, he's got, like, huge dead cap, but in 23, where he's 35, he's a UFA. So I, I've i heard about, like, stuff where he may not be a Viking next year, but it's going to be really hard for him to not be a Viking for two more years. So I think the ideal situation is he plays this year, stays with the team, and then next year they phase him out for Mond yeah. over the course of the season. And then in the following year, so even more down the road, he ends up somewhere else. It's yeah, the cat the contract situation. Yeah, his dead cap is absurd. This year yeah. seventy six million. Next year forty five million. No one's gonna trade for that. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Seventy six million dead cap. Yeah, I mean it's a, his fully guaranteed contract, yeah. Like <laughs> That's like the most I think I've seen. That's a lot. That's I, a I, lot. Wens had Wens had a little bit where he has a pretty rough dead cap. You know, yeah, he had seventy seven point like 0.9 last year he had almost 78 million dead cap last year that's the only number i've seen higher i think is the wentz one. Oh my goodness that's absurd. how is goff didn't goff had a pretty rough number he did like <laughs> those two guys that's a pretty rough contract numbers oh yeah yep 94 million in 2020 that's definitely the worst I think. that's the worst <laughs> gosh that's absurd um he's, he's 41 million this year which I guess we can jump to Goff real quick to jump down a little bit to him. Um, so uh, on on Kirk, I guess real quick, do you kind of where, where are you at with him? Like a, I think he's a like if you run into some quarterback injury and need someone, I think Kirk is a really good target to like not have to sell the house for. Yeah, no, no. I think someone would trade him to you for not a whole lot, and he's very serviceable. Yeah, I think I, especially later in the year too. Like if you're like, okay, I need someone now. You could probably get Kirk for 
And a super flex, I think you could get him for less than a first, probably like a second plus. But yeah, like if enough draft hype comes up, the picks makes gain some steam. So the thing I want to mention really quickly is we're 17 quarterbacks in, and all of these guys are all amazing, like yeah. athletes, and so good at their game. And that's why I think it's funny when someone says like, "Oh, do you think this guy's a top 10 quarterback? You think this guy's a top?" 15 quarterback the answer is usually no because uh-huh. of how many good quarterbacks there are in the league yeah like one of the things i've heard talked about a lot lately is kind of like the influx of mobile quarterbacks where the last year two maybe three we've had like mahomes lamar a couple of these like very rushing heavy quarterbacks like lead the pack and kind of you know not kill the late round quarter i think but like you know be worth taking earlier and mm-hmm. well, i think i think soon enough we'll see where we have like 10 of those guys where it all pushes back down again, where we've got like, you know, Lance and Fields added in and like, you know, Lawrence and Wilson can move too. Like they're not like, they're not slugs by any means. Like enough guys that add enough value with their legs that like, we'll have 10 to 12 of those guys. And that's kind of just, that'll become sort of the norm for your fantasy quarterbacks. (laughs) And so moving down this list, there aren't many that are, are mobile. There's really only like one guy in here. Actually, I guess two technically that are like mobile, but yeah, it's kind of true. Yeah, so I guess we can keep going on our list before we get to golf. So Matt Ryan, I have him as a sell, but he may not be able to sell him for much. Um, like Julio's probably gone. That's the thing. I I wrote this like a week ago before the like I don't know if it was right around when Julio was gonna be shipped out, but now it's probably harder to sell him because of the no Julio thing. See, I have him as a buy. Oh, okay. And the reason being is I expect his value right now is bottom floor. Yeah, that is true. Um, there, people are like, oh, he's losing Julio. They have a new offense. The guy they got from Tennessee, Arthur Smith, I expect him to put together a really nice offense. And I still think Matty Ice has three years left. I haven't seen any drop off in his ability. And I'm looking forward to the next three years. Uh, his contender. his velocity's dropped off. He was never a huge arm guy, and he's able to make up for some with like technique and stuff. But his like his deep ball has dropped off some over the last like year or two. Some, but mm. not not tremendously, but enough where there are times where I look at him throwing to Julio and I'm just like, uh See, if I could get him for super cheap because people people are super down on him, I would probably do it. Yeah, like. I said I'd written sell like a week ago, but that like I may like the more we talk about it, the more I may switch it up just because the the Julio news might really really switch it to where it's like a Kirk thing where like you can maybe get like in a super flex if you're a contender and can get Matt Ryan for a second like that maybe that may be totally worth it. They still have Ridley and now Pitts. Yeah, and that's two very good options. Mm-hmm. And like Hayden Hurst like isn't a slouch either. So no, got, he's still there too. They got yeah. two tight ends. <laughs> Which I feel like Arthur Smith will probably will probably do that a lot of two yeah. like a lot of two tight end sets with Hurst and Pitts, <laughs> yeah. aka within Tennessee. So yeah, I no that makes sense. The problem is Matt Ryan can't run like Tannehill can. <laughs> so that's true. <laughs> he looks like an injured gazelle when he runs. <laughs> uh, so so moving on, we have Dan. Oh, what's what's that? Oh oh oh! Hi, I'm the Coin Man. <laughs> I have a lot. I have seven dimes for Mister Mister Danny Dimes, who's a buy, buy, buy him, buy like the boy band, sir. So, <laughs> Danny Dimes, he's 
man, you know what? He was pretty pretty good last year. People didn't really uh, appreciate it because uh, his hey his buddies got hurt, but he's got Barkley, Woof Woof, uh, Sterling Shepard. They got lots of dogs. Woof. Uh, he's he's got Kenny Kenny G that that jazz player hitting the G spot. Oh yep, hit it good. Hey. <laughs> He's got Ev- Mr. Evan Ingram, who, you know what, sometimes he's a little buttery, but, you know, his routes are also buttery sometimes, so. <laughs> and the guys up front are big. There's big rolls of quarters blocking for the dime boy, so. I Dimes is about... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, man, that fucking coin guy, man, he just threw some dimes at me and shit. But, no, I he agree with him on busted his, on into his your, dimes take. Busted into your place, threw some dimes in your face. Yeah, he... Ugh. He randomly only had dimes and just threw them at me. I, yeah. So, but no, I agree with his with his uh, with his Daniel Jones take. I think he's a buy. He's being undervalued, and he's kind of the only quarterback below. Like, there's the top tier, and almost all of those guys are like able to run. Daniel Jones is the only guy like in this kind of like next, I guess bottom half that can run. He can. He'll so. trip if he's in an open field, but. <laughs> Hey, no, the, but the he can dogs, run. Yeah. He's got the uh, burners, as they say. Deceptive speed, I suppose. <laughs> He's sneaky fast. Sneaky fast. Um, but let's roll down the uh, the list here of weapons, because they have Saquon Barkley coming back from injury. They just got Kenny Galladay. Beautiful. They also drafted Kadarius Tony. They still have Sterling Shepard, as well as John Ross sitting right behind him. Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram... And a completely revamped offensive line featuring Nate Solder, uh, draft pick Will Hernandez behind uh, the other guy, um, and then Matt Pert, who is a standout right tackle for them that is really Pert. good. So their line is better. Their receiving options are incredible. They have one of the best wide receiving cores, I think, in the at least the NFC East, but possibly in the NFC uh, with all of the stuff that they have there. Uh, yeah, I, it'll be very hard for Daniel Jones to, I almost just called him Daniel Dimes. Daniel Jones <laughs> Daniel do not Dimes. have, like, a good season. Yeah, I agree. Um, the coin man forgot to mention Kadarius Tony as well. Silly coin man. Yeah, he was knocking on my door. I think he wanted to bring that back up, but I'm not letting that fucker back in. <laughs> so well, he's going to order. Yeah, you know he's got a time to a time schedule here. He's got to he's got to wrap it up fast. So yeah. he didn't have time to mention Tony, but yeah, Kadarius Tony too. Fuck uh, man. I think yeah, I think he's pretty much going around evangelizing for Daniel Jones. Um, have you heard the good news? <laughs> have you heard the good news? <laughs> no, it was funny. I was grabbing some coins out of my backpack like to do that bit, and I literally uh-huh. only had dimes in there, and I was like, perfect. "This is perfect." So, but. Yeah, he is, in my opinion, a buy. Um, I'm curious how he's being perceived in some scenarios, just because like a lot of people think he sucks, and like I wasn't big on him coming in, but he's done enough fantasy wise, and he improved enough last year that with this new cast around him, I'm willing to you know, you know, buy in as we talked about. So he's he's one of the big buys along with Tua, in my opinion. Ready for that leap. Mm-hmm. Leap over that stack of dimes. So, <laughs> next up, we've got Derek Carr. <laughs> I have uh, no fuck. idea. Yeah, it's. I really don't know what the Raiders are going to be this year, man. Like, I have no <sighs> clue how long Carr is going to be there. I mean, they still have Mariota backing him up, right? Do they? I think so. And, like, he 
played well in his game last year. Like he did. Very and Gruden's well. kind of an asshole, so like. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's buying Carr, and I don't think. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I, I would join in that and probably not want to buy. Yeah, it's kind of just an oh fuck because his like here's the thing like he he was super tradable and I thought like he I thought he was gonna end up getting traded I think we talked about it some where his mm-hmm. dead cap is only two point five and then there's none next year then he's a UFA so he, there's like two years a very easy tradable contract with him like where something goes wrong he's you know you can cut him um so like the in the sense where we talked about like a Rogers trade like that's why the Raiders did make sense in that capacity it was because they could send back Carr it would make sense because like. I, Car is, I know we love Teddy, but Car, I think Car is better than Teddy. Like I don't oh, think agreed. it's hot take at all. And so if I'm the if I'm the Packers and I'm getting Derek Carr back or we're getting Teddy back, like that that is a big improvement. I think of like and you can you know, feel okay about your team with Car there as a good line and a good team. So that's I don't, I'm hope that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm really not sure what his situation is gonna be. I guess um, maybe he's a weird buy. Because I think you could buy him for really cheap, like uh-huh. really cheap. And if he got traded to a good situation, he'd be a, you know, Kirk Cousins serviceable quarterback. Yeah, like, I think he just ends up staying a Raider for now. But again, like, it's possible he's a Packer, and that would be pretty interesting, I think. Like, yeah. his value would shoot up if he gets traded to the Packers, I think. Because I, he, I would yeah. presume he plays for them this year, and they still keep love on the bench. Uh, Yeah. But again, a lot of speculation there. So, a lot, and there's not a whole lot we can go off of. He is only thirty, so uh-huh. I think a change of scenery might be due for him. Yeah, that's the thing is, even if he's not a Raider soon, I think he gets more chances. So I don't know. I don't, he, I don't think he's a dead asset if this year doesn't work out for him as a Raider. I don't think so either. That's why I say I think he might be a weird buy because if you could get him for like a third, maybe a fourth. <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't know where people value him. I definitely wouldn't trade a second for him. Yeah, I, I think you could maybe get him for a third. And that's a and super flex. I tra- a quarter like a quarterback who's gonna start for anything less than a second. It's like tough for me to envision people wanting to do. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the guy in our league just got Trevor Lawrence. So yeah, he's, yeah. If uh, you've got Trevor it, Lawrence and Russell Wilson, car is disposable. Right. I'm like, hey, you know. Car there. I would take car for very cheap and just sit on him and let see you know see where the uh, cards fall, as they say. Mm-hmm. The cars fall. <laughs> hey. So next up, we've got Jared Goof. 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 The Goof. Who I have as a buy. He's my third kind of like heavy buy here. I agree, man. I love what they're doing in Detroit. I'm so happy for them. They paid Calvin Johnson. I forgot to mention that last <laughs> week, or maybe I did, but either way, new ownership. Uh, really just emotional investment sort of head coach that I think the players are going to love. Even if they're not great, I don't think the players turn on him like they did Patricia. Like, yeah. just so, like, a lot to look forward to. Yeah, the wide receivers are a little, uh, you know, B-team, <laughs> we'll say. But, man, you got to love that they've got Hawkinson there. As well as, you know, Tyrell Williams had a pretty good year before he got hurt. Um, yeah, they've got enough guys who I think will, like, contribute enough. It, it sucks not having that alpha guy, but they can really, really support him with a run game and a super good O-line. And we've mm-hmm. seen Goff, like, good O-line, 
Like that he that's what he needs is a good O line because Goff is not a pressure guy. So like Detroit will give him time to throw to these, you know, B teamers, but I think that's okay for him. I think Goff is better with an A team O line and B team receivers than a B team O line and A team receivers. Absolutely. And that's kind of what we were getting. Detroit's O line is probably gonna be very good. Mm-hmm. And it's an investment piece. He's twenty six. They're, they've got him under contract for a while, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, it's four or five years, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> We're past that crazy dead cap year. But, right. So, but I think the Lions aren't going to be... I'm not saying they're going to be the playoffs or anything like that, but they're not going to be nearly as bad as people think. He's under contract for through 2024, so there's four more years of him there. Potentially, there's, a, there's an out kind of after 22, but there's for sure two years of him being under contract there. So. Yeah, and... You know, the Lions, I think, are on the upward trajectory right now. It's not They're not going to be a playoff team this year. The division is too tough, and yeah, the I league think, is too tough. But I think they've got the second lowest win total, if I remember right, projected-wise. Yeah. I'll take the over on that. Yeah, it's... I don't think they'll be the second... Because, yeah, they're... Texans are the worst. Makes sense. At 4.5. Yeah. Lions are next at 5. Uh-huh. But I don't think they're the second worst team. I'll give them six wins. Yeah, because going up, we've got four teams at six and a half with Eagles, Jets, Bengals, Jags. We've got like Bears, Giants, Falcons at seven. But I'm looking through these. I'm like, the Jags are still going to suck. Like, <laughs> I think the Lions will be better than the Jags. Yeah, agreed. So anyway, again, we still need to. <laughs> that's still for the uh, record episode or the schedule. Oh, yeah. Do, can't wait eventually. for that one. But yes, yeah, so I think we're both by on uh we're both bye for Goff now. Bye in the goof. Yeah, so next up we've got Darnold. Well, I will defer to you here. Uh, certainly an interesting situation. I'm assuming most people that own him are Jets fans that are, you know, sticking by him. <laughs> I'd, I have no idea. I love where Darnold's at. I am completely sold on the idea that he's going to have like a second career. Or maybe a first career, the way you look at it. Because, you know, if you think about like, the minor thing. leagues being the Jets to the major leagues, yeah. then you've got the <laughs> the Jets over to the Panthers. But I love the situation, um, like, wholeheartedly. Their line is basically better than the Jets was last year, uh, at least in a few ways. And... He's back with Robbie. They have DJ Moore. I like this uh, Tommy Tremble guy that I think is a really good blocker. They also got Dan Arnold, who I think is starting to get maybe some looks as rising up in terms of a fantasy asset, which is really uh, interesting. They drafted Terrace Marshall. And they drafted Terrace Marshall. So they've... You know what? I really like where Darnold's at. I'm not saying he's going to be a stud this year because that team is certainly in a rebuild and they're sort of in year two. So I think year three. But if you have him, I'd hold him. If you don't have him, he might be worth a buy because a lot of people think he sucks because they just look at his stats, which suck, which is fair. (laughs) Um, But there's a lot of context to the sucky numbers that I think people are missing. And it's being on a team with... One of the worst coaches ever. One of the worst <laughs> offenses ever. And and the worst receiving situation for a rookie quarterback ever that I've literally ever seen. It was basically the Josh Rosen thing, except I saw flashes of Darnold being good. <laughs> yeah, we actually got to see him, too. 
he didn't just immediately get shipped out. Yeah. But yeah, I I agree. His value, I don't think it can really go down much. Because the only way it goes down is if he like just sucks again and then he's you know done. But there's enough room for it to really go up and he could maybe move atop this you know next grouping of guys. I, I think kind of like after Tua, you know, you can kind of look at the like the guys like Tanny, Baker, Stafford, Wentz, Kirk, Dimes. Like I think Darnold could like move his way up that tier if he plays well this year. Yeah, like him. Baker, I see them as sort of having similar, what's the word I'm looking for, peaks in their performance. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I get you there. Yeah, it's definitely worth a look as a potential buy. He's, it, I think people are really down. Like, right now is sort of the buy time yeah, for him. I wouldn't sell him, that's for sure. You're not going to get anything for him. Right. I wouldn't sell him if you have him hold him. But if, you know, someone is really down on him, shit, go get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of guys like who kind of fit in that basket, but the the backup is PJ Walker. I mean, yeah, who he's playing all the games unless he gets hurt. Yeah, <laughs> or mono. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dar- yeah, having the you know more or less secured starting for the year is a value in itself. Like you you're getting 16 games of the starting quarterback, which in the superflex league is pretty valuable. So yeah, but next up we've got I. I wrote Jameis. I guess we can talk about Taysom too. Um, I to, to, the Taysom thing's annoying, but I assume Jameis is their starting <coughs> quarterback. Um, oh, that joke! Oh, I read that this morning, and I wanted to throw my phone at the wall. What did you read exactly? I just seen like a lot of random Taysom bullshit. But. Oh, that Tay. You know, it's not guaranteed that Jameis is oh. the starter. My gosh. Oh yeah, no Taysom Hill. Totally. <laughs> they yeah. are so like locked in to this narrative that Taysom Hill is a good quarterback and the rest of us are just <sighs> yeah so I they're trying to tell me there's eyes in this bowl and I already looked and saw they were skinless grapes you know <laughs> I already looked I already know <laughs> I'm not gonna put my hand in a bowl full of eyes I've already looked I know they're skinless grapes <laughs> you know this is the same thing. I know what Taysom Hill is, and he is a very mediocre quarterback who's super athletic and used as a gadget player. Jameis is the starter, and we'll see how he does at post-LASIK. I have uh, some hopes for him because he's got a cannon of an arm. Yeah, hopefully he can see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I wrote him as a buy, but whomever has it might be very stingy about it. Like, because because there there's a sense of, like, it's you get attached to someone when... You have them and their value is like minimum and you kind of grab them and then their value spikes. Like people get attached in that sense. So it may be tough to acquire him, you know, with the not really value spike, but he has value now. So the the buy window was probably last year, but you may still be able to acquire him for a, a reasonable price. But that being said, I it's not a gung-ho buy. It's just like, oh, I mean, I'm not going to sell him right now probably because the value is not there. But yeah. If you're going to sell him, like, wait till he plays. <laughs> right. Wait till he plays. Mm-hmm. Short hold. <laughs> yeah. So, next up, we've got Denver. And right now, I think Locke is the guy. But, you know. Yeah. It's kind of a tough situation. I'm thinking, like, hope you get lucky. Locke plays, starts, and you can sell him. But. Until they get Rodgers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if they don't get Rodgers, I'm so ready to shit on them. Right, not drafting fields. 
draft grade drops to a D. Yeah, I, th- I think I already gave him an F, but I think I gave him like a a sort of uh, what's the word? Just like it's either a good draft or a bad draft, depending on if you get Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's that conditional, and it's, it's looking a, yes, more and more conditional. Like, thank you. Yeah, it's looking more and more like they may not. So <laughs> sad, but yeah, well, yeah. With Denver, I don't think I don't know if Teddy has any remote value, like, which is annoying because we love Teddy, but yeah. he's probably the backup slash. I mean, okay, I, I they've said they'll compete, but I'm gonna be surprised if Locke doesn't start. So they want they want Locke to work out so badly. Clearly, they do. Since they do and you know they invested a good amount into him. Yeah, he's got everything around him to be successful. Mm-hmm. It's like the dimes thing now. Everything's hey, there. If you put Derek Carr on the Broncos, is Derek Carr a top ten fantasy quarterback? Oh my maybe? gosh, <laughs> he's at least a lot more relevant. Like, oh, so many quarterbacks would do so well on the Broncos right now. The my team goodness. is ready. They just don't have a quarterback. I could probably get a first for Darnold if he was the Broncos' starting quarterback. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> that that team is just so ready to plug a play quarterback, man. Oh but so now we've kind of got some i guess we can go on touch on brady then we got some other kind of like nebulous situation like weird situations i keep saying the word nebulous a lot i wonder why anyway um i think it's because i was looking at dice sets and a lot of them are like nebulous this this that like with the designs and the dice but dice like the things you roll yeah like like the like D dice sets like the seven dice sets with like the d20 the 12 the 8 the 10 all those like Wham. rpg dice yeah gotta have some cool dice I don't have any dice. Uh, no dice. I gotta fix that. No, no <laughs> dice. <laughs> but we didn't set up- that up, by the way. That was completely <laughs> organic. Um, organic, yeah, no. like Brady's diet. Hey, speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> so segways. Yeah, he again. It's one of those things where he's very year to year. I don't. It's it's really hard to endorse buying or selling him because he'll have he'll have value while he's playing. But that could end any year. So, yeah, my expectation is he plays this year and potentially next year, and then that is it. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't imagine he... anyone that has him is selling him, and I don't imagine anyone going out to get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he and Arians probably retire together. Yeah, right off into the sunset together. Yeah. It makes sense. I've seen that mentioned. I'm like, yeah, that tracks. I can see that happening because Arians is getting up there, Brady's getting up there, so. Yeah, but and then there's Cam and kind of the New England, New England situation because uh, Mac Jones is there, but Cam is, you know, also there. He was a starter. He dealt with just a terrible team. Um, he because he, he got COVID, um, and he talked about I think he talked about how like it did impact his you know play and his conditioning. Uh, so it did. He's, it really did. Yeah, it, it More, hurt a lot of guys. Yeah, I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, and that's kind of important for playing football here. Um, Apparently. So, yeah, if you've got, you know, recovered from COVID, better team, again, more time with the team in the offseason, um, like, because he had no one to throw to last year. It was so bad. It was like, so bad. The Jacoby Myers was his number one receiver, so. No tight ends, no wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Like, how is he supposed to be good? Yeah, putting him with Hunter Henry and Jonu makes a ton of sense. Like, we talked about the whole, like, which running back do you want? Like the, you know, put him there, run two tight end sets, get your running backs out there, as few receivers as possible. Like, they, they should honestly run some one receiver sets. Like, 
have Aguilar, <laughs> have your two tight ends, have Harris and White, have Cam, and you just kind of just do do whatever. But Burkhead or whoever's, you know, not Burkhead now because he just went somewhere else, I think. The Texans, but, yeah. Yeah, Texans. But, you know, get a good fullback to block. Oh, mm-hmm. there we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They lost their fullback halfway through the roster, right? They did. And having him back will be huge. Huge. Cam. Our hot the take. Hot full, take our hot take is that fullbacks matter. Fullbacks <laughs> matter. <laughs> oh, man. Um, See, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what that makes Cam for me. I, maybe a buy. I don't know. His value's got to be, like, minimum right now with Mac Jones getting drafted, right? Right. So. I would buy him for super cheap. Yeah, I mean, he has that rushing upside and, you know, huge game potential every week, so. I think it's a short-term investment. I don't oh, yeah, think for sure. that you have Cam for long, but it's a I'm a competing team taking yeah. a shot for some points here. Um let's see. Then we've got some other situations. We've got I, I guess other guys with rookie quarterbacks there. I didn't I haven't mentioned Wilson or Lawrence cuz those guys are presumed starting immediately. Yeah. But Andy Dalton and Jimmy Garoppolo both have rookies there who aren't going to presumably start right away. Um, and they may get some games as starters. Um, I don't think Andy Dalton really needs to be discussed. On, <laughs> like, yeah. I have to be rude. But Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, maybe has some merit to be discussed because he could play. Because um, the thing with Andy Dalton is I don't know if he has enough value even if he does play uh, some this year. Whereas Jimmy, I think, could end up maybe starting somewhere else again at some point. Right. So, But that being said, I don't want to trade for a guy right now because they at least have a little value right now while they'll be starting i would want to wait until the rookies supplant them like with jimmy and then just be like okay i'm a, i'll trade for this backup quarterback and just hope he lands somewhere else next year exactly because i think jimmy does have a shot a really good shot of going somewhere else next year yeah it, it might be pretty cheap because he yeah he's like very like pretty much no dead cap so he might he might stay around as their backup but the cap hits enough that they can they would maybe just cut him and take the very tiny dead cap hit. Yeah. So. Or hey, someone might trade for him, like the Patriots. Yeah. So yeah, he might get traded for so- <laughs> the Patriots. Yeah. Like he may, he may end up somewhere sooner than we think. So, you know, the moment he gets supplanted, and if he's not traded yet, that's kind of the window, I think. Right now, if he gets traded immediately somewhere else, like imagine if he gets traded before the season even starts. If if the Broncos cannot get. Rodgers and they trade for Garoppolo where would you put him (laughs) that would be very interesting (laughs) and I would hate it but you know uh, I would put him pretty high I definitely wouldn't sell him if I owned him would you put him where in relation to Kirk Cousins where would you put him um I would put him behind Wentz and Probably right behind Kirk. Gotcha. So because Jimmy that, G can't that, run. Correct. That's the downside. <laughs> so yeah, not not having that rushing upside hurts him. But yeah, like if he landed in a great situation like that, which I I literally had not thought about until just now, and I thought of it because it's kind of troll, and it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know if the Broncos would trade for someone else if they whipped on Rodgers, but yeah, who knows? So. Yeah, I think that I think that range makes sense. Behind Stafford, probably behind Wentz, but ahead of Matt Ryan, I'd say. I, I, in my opinion, I think Kirk is the the even value with him, probably. Right. He is exactly seventeen of thirty-two, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, so we've got uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Again, kind of someone who's probably going to retire on whomever's roster he's on. Yeah, I think this is his last year. Mm-hmm. And he might not even play the whole year. So, yeah. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I would be shocked if, if Roethlisberger played another year. This is literally like swan song. He had the surgery. Hopefully his arm's a little more covered. He can kind of throw deeper. Juju came back for a year. They've got, you know, Claypool, Deontay, Najee. But the old line's the issue there. But yeah, I, I don't really want to get near buying Roethlisberger because I, I assume he's almost done. No. Hell, if anyone wants him, sell him. I don't think anyone does. <laughs> nah, I think he's kind of just stuck. Um, but how about the Washington quarterbacks? We've got the kind of smorgasbord there. I know we've got Fitz and Heineke. Who else is there that I'm forgetting about? Um. Well, they got rid of Haskins. Yeah, I thought there was a third guy there that like I was I hadn't remembered. Um, Kyle Allen. There we go. Yep, Kyle Allen. So, whoever owns Fitz in Dynasty must love it because he's always somewhere new every yeah. year, and he's always starting at some point, and he's always getting you pretty good fantasy value. Yeah, I know. I think I think Jolly keeps saying he'll sell him for a third or something, right? I forget what it is. I'm tempted to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know who else. Like, I feel like he's a better option than the other two guys they have, right? Oh, like, definitely. So, <laughs> like, I think unless Patrick's gotten better as he's gotten older. Yeah, which is kind of hilarious. Like a fine wine. Like a fine wine. Yeah, even even fewer fucks to give. No, I think I think the only scenario that could ruin it is if they trade for Cam. That's been talked about some. Um, with the I, I they have three quarterbacks under contract, so at this point I doubt it. But I well, yeah, they I can, think they would have to trade one of their guys for Cam. Yeah, I think they could like you know cut Kyle Allen probably. Yeah. yeah. They could they could easily cut Kyle out if they want to trade for Cam. That would be the only way that it goes awry for Fitzpatrick. Um, that's that's been brought up because you know the the connection between him and um, R- Rivera. Rivera, yeah. So. Wow, someone is mowing the lawn very aggressively. <laughs> very. Oof. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like the lawnmower having a personality and being aggressive, <laughs> like the different personalities a lawnmower could or would have. Right. Or like, or maybe like a law, like a riding lawnmower is chill. And you, you think it's like a weed whacker that's like a, like just a fucking dickhole. Right. No, like the riding mower is definitely like half stoned. Hey man, <laughs> hop on, we're gonna mow some grass, brother. And then you've got like the super aggressive weed whacker, like a fucking grass, god fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an angry dad trying to like finish a house project <laughs> uh, but lastly we've got uh houston yeah. uh i guess the other other houston i put we've got tyrod or tarod and like davis mills is there someone else like there's i think there's jeff driscoll there with his fat ass <laughs> <laughs> so I, I i i have to mention his butt every time now and that when I say ass, fat ass, right? I don't mean he's fat. I mean that ass is fat. Like, there's this picture of him in the jock strap where his butt just looks enormous, and it's hilarious every time. That thick. Yeah. So, uh, Tyrod, I guess, starts as the starter, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I, uh, in our draft, <laughs> I snagged Davis Mills at, like, 309 in Superflex. Um, he will probably see the field this year at some point, so... I'm, uh, yeah, it's one of the things where, like, it's Tyrod, he'll play some games, they'll end up losing some games, they'll throw the rookie in, the classic, you know, Tyrod before the rookie thing. You know, Watson's situation, he still doesn't want to play for Houston. Yeah, that's the shitty part. Like, there's been some, 
I don't want to say positive, but news that makes it seem like there's more of a chance he'll play this year than we thought like a month or two ago, but like he'll be able to play. But in the sense that I'd, I'd change it from he will play because he still doesn't want to be a Texan, like you said, yeah. So that's where, as any positive news comes out about Watson, I'd look more and more to try to trade him for whomever you can. Not whomever you can, but like remotely close value-wise, like, I, I would still say I would take two over Watson right now because oh, yeah. of the situation. And I I don't want the I don't want that I don't want the stank on my roster, man. I know. It's tough. One it's organization's like, on fire. The other one is building up. So mm-hmm. I would a hundred percent the two a thing, the poll you posted, the results of that surprised me. Yeah. I, not it doesn't have to be a ton because enough people like are down on Tua. And Watson is, again, super talented, also fancy quarterback, but we have no clue what his situation is as far as, like, one whole play again. But, and like I said, yeah, for me, like, even if he ends up playing again and, like, a settlement happens that says that, there's still that, like, I have, you know, a possible, probable shithead on my roster. Like, (laughs) that's never, you don't, it's tough because, like, I'll feel like I won't want to root for him anymore. And so... I know. I don't want to have someone on my roster I don't want to root for. Yep. I know. Yeah, but so, again, we didn't mention a couple of the rookie quarterbacks. Like, I mean, Lance, obviously, as he'll, he'll start soon. Like, no one's going to trade Lance or Lawrence or Wilson right now, I don't think. So, that's those guys we didn't mention just because they are put, and two of them will be starting immediately. One will be starting soon. Same with Fields. He'll be starting soon, I guess. Um Mac Jones might be the only one who's maybe movable depending on what Cam does, but again, in a super flex league, rookie quarterbacks are probably staying put for a while. Yeah. So I don't imagine many of them being moved unless there were they were just flushed with good quarterbacks and they just took one to sell, but most likely they didn't have a top pick if they were flushed with good quarterbacks. Exactly. (laughs) But (laughs) thank you all for tuning in and we will be back. Quite soon with our Dynasty Tight End Stonk Watch.